Hey guys, welcome back to the Take a Seat, Not a Side podcast hosted by Kelsey and Brian Halverson. This is a couples podcast where we dive into all things pop culture with our own special twist. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back. I realized that we never even told anyone that we were not uploading last week. So, sorry about that. Oh, interception. Oh my god. So, <laughs> Brian just outed us, so I'll say it anyways. We're currently watching the Super Bowl on mute while we record our podcast because we both had a lot of stuff to do today and... Uh, time got away from us and we wanted to watch the game still so hopefully I can keep Brian's focus long enough to record this podcast we'll see so last year on the episode that was close to Valentine's Day um we did like a Valentine's Day themed episode but this year the Super Bowl is on Valentine's Day weekend which is just so messed up For so many girls out there. I know people like, including females, like to go to like Super Bowl parties and stuff like that. But if you're anything like me, you're just going for the food. We can talk about Valentine's Day later. We have two minutes until the halftime show. And I think it's going to be a pretty sweet halftime show. So we're going to pause recording to watch that. I think it's going to be pretty sweet too. Um, Hopefully Eminem still has it in him. I laughed because I saw a meme. It's like Matthew Stafford's the quarterback for the Rams. Eminem is performing. This is the closest Detroit will ever get to a Super Bowl. (laughs) That's just rude, though. It's like they planned it. Hey, I mean, he's got a good team behind him now. Maybe that's what it takes to really show your true talent. I don't really watch the Super Bowl, though, for the commercials. I can't even reference a Super Bowl commercial for the last three years. That was, like, hilarious to me. No, we, we're literally watching the game on mute right now. The commercials are on mute, so I have no idea. Is that Brooks Kepka? I think that's Brooks Kepka. What's he doing in the commercial? I have no idea. Anyways, I knew I knew this would be too distracting for Brian. Brooks Kepka is selling Michelob Ultra seltzers? What? Well, he is a golfer. I mean, it seems like something a golfer would do. Sell Michelob Ultra seltzers. Drink seltzers. It's very golfy. So, in honor of it being Super Bowl Sunday, I came up with 10 football questions for Kelsey to answer. There's no way we can get through all 10 before the halftime show, so we are going to pause it, watch the show, probably talk about the show, and then finish the question. So, bear with us here. Um, but in honor of it being Valentine's Day, like she said, we are going to put a little twist on this. Now, Kelsey and I, we don't usually do Valentine's Day presents. We just go out to eat flowers, whatever. Um, I always get peanut butter (laughs) M&Ms and I expect them tomorrow, by the way. What I'm going to do for this quiz 
is for every question that you get right, I'll put $10 towards a Valentine's Day gift for you tomorrow. So they're how very many, hard. How many questions are there? <laughs> There's 10 questions and they are all multiple choice. So I did make it nice and easy for you. I'm just imagining all the things I want. That's Hundreds. a lot of peanut butter M&M's. I was just about to say $100 worth of peanut butter M&M's. All right. So number one. By the way, this is the only way that you can combine Super Bowl and Valentine's Day. So if anyone's out there trying to make this romantic right now for their significant other, there's no way to do it. (laughs) Number one. How many inches are there on a football field? Inches? A, 3,600. B, 3,000. C, 300. D, 10,800. And you can use your phone as a calculator if you'd like. Told you it would be easy. Inches on a football field. This one might take us up to the halftime show. <laughs> what were my options again? Sorry. 3,600, 3,000, 300, 10,800. 3,600? Yes. Really? <laughs> so how'd you come to that? Well, I'm a little confused. Because isn't there 100 yards on a football field? Yes. Okay. Isn't a yard like 12 inches? <laughs> no. What's a yard? How did you get to 3,600? Well, let me explain. But wh- how many yards in a yard? Not 12? No. Oh, well, I got 1,200. Um, And then when you said that, I was like, well, if you multiply 1,200 times three, it's that answer. So it's the closest I've got. (laughs) Is there any reason why you'd think you'd multiply it by three? No, I just figured maybe we were also counting like the the side parts. I'm losing $10 towards a gift on this and you have... You think there's 12 inches in a yard. I don't know how much space there is in that end zone. Maybe we're counting that too. We're not counting the end zone. Oh. There are 12 inches in a foot and oh. there are three feet in a yard and there are 800 yards in a football field. Look, you didn't ask me to show my work. You just asked me for an answer. Cha-ching. $10. Right. Number two. True or false. Tom Brady has won more Super Bowls than any NFL franchise. Is one seven, I think. True. True. Cha-ching! It is seven. That's good. That's because last year, after he won, and I predicted that he would win, I tweeted out hashtag seven rings by Ariana Grande. Actually, I said, Alexa, play seven rings by Ariana Grande. So that's why I knew it, but... So the next two franchises are New England, which were all under Tom Brady with six, and Pittsburgh with six. Then I also had to throw in that Packers have four for anyone that still wants to try to argue that Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady has more Super Bowl rings 
than the entire Packers franchise. Brian posted a Facebook status dissing Aaron Rodgers for losing to, what is it, the 49ers? Is that who they played? And then, like, that same night or the next night or something like that, Tom Brady lost. (laughs) Well, by Tom Brady, I mean Tampa Bay lost, but still. All right, number three. What is the name of the NFL championship trophy? A, the Lombardi Trophy. B, the Commissioner's Trophy. C, the Larry O'Brien Championship Trophy. Or D, the Stanley Cup. (laughs) Well, it's not D. (laughs) Is it A, the Lombardi? The Lombardi Trophy, yes. The winner of tonight's game gets the Lombardi Trophy. Oh, my God. $30 in the bank for me. Four. A popular trick play in football is when the quarterback hands off to the running back, who then pitches the ball back to the quarterback, who then throws it downfield. What is this called? A. The annexation of Puerto Rico. B. A flea flicker. C. The Statue of Liberty. D, a halfback pass. <laughs> I like the term flea flicker. <laughs> I'm going to go with D. D is halfback pass? Yes. Is it flea flicker? <laughs> I is... can't even say it. Is it flea flicker? <laughs> it is flea flicker. In fact, the Bengals just scored on a halfback pass, so I'm glad we didn't have the sound on because they would have given that away. <laughs> um, it is a flea flicker. And the other plays do exist. The annexation of Puerto Rico was made famous by the Little Giants movie. And the Statue of Liberty is a, another trick play. All right, number five. We're cruising. We're going to get this done. Number five. How many teams are in the NFL? Well, not every state has one. A. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I got options. A, 26. B, 28. C, 30. D, 32. I'm trying to think of like how many rounds are in the draft. Like that's a smart way to think about it. But I'm not sure. 32? You think there's 32 rounds in the draft? Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, no, the I answer mean, is 32. The answer is definitely 32. Oh. <laughs> but has not, that's, oh my God. Well, each team has to go, don't they? Yes, there's seven rounds, and each team picks about once a round. I think you misunderstood me. I'm not saying that there's like 32 rounds. I'm saying 32 teams go. There's 32 turns. All right. So that is four correct out of five questions. So there's 32 teams in the NFL. Number six, how many NFL stadiums are there? A, 26. B, 28. C, 30. D, 32. This is a trick question. Well, I feel like 
the obvious answer would be to match the amount of teams in the NFL. Maybe they share. I don't know. Or maybe one of them plays at a college stadium. Is it... Mm, is it 30? <laughs> Final answer? I don't know. You shook your head at me. <laughs> yes, it's my final answer. I'm not a cheater. It is 30. Oh, my God. Really? Okay, you have to explain this to me, though. Why are there not 32? So the New York Giants and the New York Jets share MetLife Stadium in New York. And the L.A. Chargers and the L.A. Rams share SoFi Stadium in L.A., obviously. And that's, in fact, where they're playing right now. I'm sorry, do they not think they have enough money to build two stadiums? I would guess it's more of a space issue than a money issue. Uh, it definitely would have to be, because I'm sure they have plenty of money. All right, number seven. Who is currently the most followed NFL player on Instagram? A, Tom Brady, B, Odell Beckham Jr., C, Patrick Mahomes, or D, Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson, because he's married to Sierra. Who's Sierra? She's a singer. She sings something. <laughs> she sings something. <laughs> uh, no, the answer is, in fact, Odell Beckham Jr., who is also playing in tonight's game. I was pretty confident about my answer. So he has 15.2 million Instagram followers, and that's about 4 million more than anyone else in the NFL. All right, number eight. Who manufactures the Lombardi Trophy? A, Blue Nile. B, Pandora. C, Harry Winston. Or D, Tiffany and Company. I feel like it's not Pandora because, I don't know. Not to say that they're cheap, but they're not, like, the most expensive. Harry Winston? That sounds right. Final answer? Uh, yeah. Er, Tiffany and Company. What the heck? I thought that uh, was interesting. That would have been a good guess. How much money do I have? <laughs> All right. Number nine. Along with Tom Brady, who is the only other quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two teams? A, Peyton Manning. B, Joe Montana. C, Aaron Rodgers. Or D, Dan Marino. Peyton Manning, Colts, and Broncos. I thought that would trick you because the game we watched, they lost. Mm, no, I know that he won a Super Bowl with the Broncos because it was the year that he was injured most of the year. And then it was kind of crappy because the backup quarterback was playing for him all year, got him to the Super Bowl, and then they put Peyton Manning in for the Super Bowl. Not that I'm, like, mad about it because, like, I love Peyton Manning. I grew up in Indianapolis. I'm a huge Peyton fan. I just think that, like, 
in the world of fairness, it wasn't very fair. And I'm pretty sure they won that year. It was like the Super Bowl right before he retired. Okay, well, yes, you are definitely right. It is Peyton Manning. Uh, We have one question to squeeze in before the halftime show. So number 10. How much of a bonus is paid to the players on the winning Super Bowl team? The answer is way too much. I feel like you're going to make more tonight than they do. <laughs> oh, do I have to give you like a free answer? You're going to give me some multiple choices. At up in this here. point, all right, A, 5 million, B, 1 million, C, 150,000, or D, nothing? Nothing. I mean, I was just kidding when I said you'd make more. <laughs> uh, that is wrong. It is C, $150,000 extra to the winners. First of all, that's not a lot of money. I just figured the better reputation these teams have, the more money they get in general. But Yeah, no, that's really not that much. Um, but they also will get a Super Bowl ring that's worth about almost $50,000 too, so... But who's getting the money? The players aren't getting the money. The owners are, right? The owners of the team? No, each player gets a $150,000 bonus if they win. Which is probably like one month of mortgage on their homes. Yeah, compared to like their contracts and how important the Super Bowl is and like how much money the Super Bowl brings in, it's really not that much. Like that's that's kind of an insult. It should be probably a million dollars each or something like that, right? Well, and they really just probably do it because they want to leave their careers with a Super Bowl underneath their belts. Or more than one, obviously, but. Okay, so I think you only got three wrong. I think, so you got this one wrong. You got Tiffany and Company wrong. Odell Beckham wrong. And the Flea Flicker wrong. 60 bucks. Whoop, whoop. So I will find you $60 worth of peanut butter and M&M's tomorrow. I would be quite happy with that. My waistline would not be as happy with that, but I would be quite happy with that. Real quickly, because it's still commercials. Nick Jonas commercial. Can't hear it, but Nick Jonas. Brian and I are drinking beer. This is our first beer tasting on the podcast for this season. I'm actually bummed. So we went to uh, the Piggly Wiggly yesterday and made like a build your own six pack. And I had this mango beer and I took the trash out today. So now I can't tell you what it was called, but it was so, 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 so good. Um, They don't have a lot of fruity beers out right now because it's obviously not summertime. Um, and the cooler is pretty rotated depending on what season we're in. So I am drinking a Guayabera Citra Pale Ale, and that is by Cigar City Brewing. And it's very hoppy. I don't really like hoppy beers personally. I was kind of excited about this one because there's notes of citrus and it said notes of raspberries and it's like, okay, but, and this is going to sound weird, but it's like drying out my mouth, if that makes sense. I guess I just expected, I don't know. I read the back of it and it was like 
lime and raspberry and citrus. And I was like, ooh, that sounds good. That's going to be like the mango beer I had last night. And then I tried it, and it was not what I was expecting or wanting. And then I am drinking a Lining Kugel's Toasted Bach. Um, the word toasted grabbed me. We got this late last night. It was cold out. And that sounded like it'd be a nice, relaxing beer. Um, it's actually a lot lighter than I thought it would be. Uh, it's like a, it poured like a clear reddish brown color. I mean, to me, it just tastes like a typical Bach. It's like a little bit sweeter than I would expect anything with the word toasted in it to be. Um, it tastes good. It tastes good. But uh, I guess not exactly what I was looking for. It will not stop me from finishing it, though. It will stop me from finishing it. I probably will not finish my beer. And on that note, the halftime show is starting, so we will be back shortly. And we are back. That was awesome. I thought it was cool. I don't know. I have some thoughts. I think I was misled. I thought Eminem was the main act, but clearly Dr. Dre was the main act, which is cool because, you know, he's like the one that discovered Eminem. So it's cool that it was focused on him. But I thought it was cool that you know, usually they have like one or two headliners and they play like three or four different songs by that person or band. They all just played like their top song. See, this is where you and I disagree, though, because I would have liked to have seen more from Kendrick Lamar, and I would have liked to have seen more from Eminem. Like, I didn't want it to end, because I wanted to see more songs from both of them. I feel like when you throw too many people, I guess it depends on the person, because clearly you are happier with more people, less variety in their songs, like less... Um, do you know what I mean? Like you're happier with more people, but the same amount of length of the show. I'd be happier with less people, same amount of length of the show, because then I get to see more songs from each person. Yeah, but you can't do that with rap because there's so many people that don't like rap that you can't just, if you just do an Eminem show or even just Eminem and Dre, then you can't do rap again for two, three, four years maybe. and. There's there's just too many good rappers, I feel, to um, – I just feel like that's the best way to make it work. Not a lot of people like rap. Let's take some – let's just – let's take a, like an all-star halftime show of rappers, put them together in one show, make it sweet, and that covers it for the next few years. Yeah, but anytime you select an artist, you're taking the risk of part of the population not liking the music. I doubt that anybody like in my parents' generation was very excited about Bruno Mars or even Beyonce. I just I feel like those genres are still more mainstream than Snoop Dogg, though. Yeah, I I definitely like some stuff, though. I liked that they played the Tupac song. I feel like they're in California, like you were saying. Snoop Dogg's like one of the best performers I've ever seen. He's up there. He's probably 60 years old at this point. How old is Snoop Dogg? He did really good, too. He, okay, Snoop Dogg's 50 years old. He's up there crip walking on top of that bus or whatever they're on. 50 Cent. 
So 50 Cent wasn't announced, um, so Brian was pretty hyped about that. But they tried to recreate, I mean, they did recreate um, the music video for... In the club? In the club, where he drops from the ceiling. <laughs> I just think he's very, very muscular, and it, I don't know, it looked weird. <laughs> it didn't look the same, and I'm sure he didn't feel very comfortable. He probably felt more comfortable back then <laughs> being hung upside down from a ceiling than he does now. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. There was a lot going on. It was kind of hard to like keep focus with everything that was going on outside of the little house structure they were in. But Yeah, it's cool because Dr. Dre discovered Eminem, and then Eminem discovered 50 Cent. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like three generations of uh, rap discoveries there. But of all the Eminem songs, like I'm just so over hearing this one. I agree. I don't know what else they could play, though. Like, what else would have made sense? What's that Eminem song called? In the moment? I did feel like it was cool that they played California Love, which is a Tupac song, because they are in L.A., and Tupac's a, an L.A. legend, and uh, that was pretty sweet. I mean, that's not a Dre song, that's not a Stoop Dog song, but they were all friends back in the day, so very cool. Yeah, and I had mentioned that, too, but I think it's like an honor thing, too. You got to honor the people that aren't there to perform because if he still was alive and was still able to carry on his career, like he is a big shot and he is an icon, obviously, but he would have been, you know, he would have been replacing one of those people a hundred percent. So what is that song called? The Eminem song that I'm so sick and tired of hearing. Lose yourself. It's just, it was an eight mile. Great. Awesome. It was cool then. It was like, woohoo. But he played it at the Grammys after he said he wouldn't go to the Grammys again. He played it there. Just play something else. And that's like another thing, though. If he had gotten more songs, I probably would have been happier. But for him to only get one song, and that's the song he chose. Kendrick Lamar was sweet. I love him as a performer. I love his music. I think he would be so cool to see live, like, He's one of those people, like, the whole place would be, like, shaking from people jumping at his show. Like, I would be concerned about the structure of the building at a Kendrick Lamar show. I thought he'd play a different song, though. Be Humble. Yeah, that would have been cool. That's another thing, though. If they could have played more songs, like his DNA song, I love that song. It would have been cool to see more from him, but we can't because they packed so many people. Yeah, see, I, I get your point. I feel like they could have easily just did this with Dre, Eminem, and maybe Snoop Dogg. And then in a couple years, because Kendrick Lamar is still young. Those other guys are getting up in age. Kendrick Lamar could be on a show in a few years with Drake or Lil Wayne or something. Drake and Kendrick Lamar, that would be sweet. You kind of get two different styles of rap. Now, again, imagine if they did that next year. There'd be so much outcry because people... And I won't say that they won't repeat Kendrick Lamar because they probably will because I just think, I don't know, it would be a shame if they don't because I think he was a really good performer in this show. Wait, do they ever do that? But they do, but like not very often. And when they do, it's like, ugh, why? So they did Beyonce. So she had her own halftime show. She brought the girls from Destiny's Child out for like a a song. And then recently ooh, there's about to be a fight there's about to be a fight this is kelsey giving you live commentary on the super bowl and there's about to be a fight 
Oh my gosh, they're still shoving at each other. Anyways, it is kind of funny to see these little referees trying to push back. <laughs> Linebackers. They repeated her. They brought her out for um, Bruno Mars and Coldplay played, and they brought her out too. And I love Beyonce. I do, but I just feel like it wasn't necessary. I don't know. So now I'm afraid like Kendrick Lamar won't get a second shot at being in this show again. Kanye. Kanye and Drake together. I don't think they'll do Kendrick Lamar again. I don't see that happening. Kanye West would be sweet. I'm team Kanye. I don't I'm not really big a fan of the Kardashians anyways, but sorry if that's controversial, but let's be honest. Who's gonna play next year? I don't know. I guess it depends, like you said, what genre they go in. If you were to guess, we're gonna throw this we're gonna throw Hill Mary's right here. If you were to guess in a perfect world, and once again, I know that Britney Spears was in a Super Bowl halftime show. She did Aerosmith, I think, like years ago. She came out for it. I think it would be cool. I don't think she has any interest because of everything that's gone down with her, but I would think it would be cool if she were to have like this massive comeback and to be able to put on a Super Bowl halftime show. And they could do, like, Britney Spears. They could do Christina Aguilera. I think that would be sweet. Do I think it's going to happen? No. I think she's been through way too much trauma for her to probably want to take center stage and do something like that. But I think it would be really cool. Ooh, ooh. Or... I don't think this would ever happen because they're too recent. I don't think they have enough history underneath their belts. But like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. No, but that's the thing. You can't do that. You can't do another rap halftime show next year. People will just lose their mind. I know. I'm not saying next year. I'm just saying in general, it would be cool. But then I feel like they bring Beyonce back again because she has a song with Megan Thee Stallion. And then we're just repeating things. Now I've got rap on my brain, though, because now I want to say Nicki Minaj. That would be cool, too. And you could do Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, and Drake. Yeah, I I bet those three will be a halftime show at some point down the road. I'm happy. I like rap, so I would be happy with... I want to see what's exciting. I want to see an exciting show. Like, I'm just looking at past performers. Um... Like, I like Maroon 5, but I didn't want to see a Maroon 5 halftime show. Exactly. Like, Maroon 5 is fine, but I don't need to see a whole halftime show of Maroon 5. I don't need a Justin Timberlake halftime show. I don't need it. It's not something I want. I was thinking that, though. I could see, like, I know they were already a halftime show, but I could see, like, a boy band halftime show. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, One Direction, something like that. The thing is, none of them are together anymore. I don't know. I can't think of who it would be. I can't think of who my guess would be. Ariana Grande did. What about Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift would be sweet. That would be really cool. She's as big as anybody right now, and she's got years under her belt. Why not Taylor Swift? That would be really sweet. And she, I don't, I'm not sure. I guess the only people that she's really done performances with, though, would be like, like, I could see her doing something with, like, Ed Sheeran, but then it's kind of back to that, like, low-key 
chiller music. He does like poppier stuff, but like, yeah, I would. Oh, that would be sweet. And she's got enough hits. Or, but maybe they throw her on stage with a lower key country legend like Alan Jackson, Tim McGraw, someone like that. Definitely bring out a legend for sure to like tie together. There we go. There's your halftime show next year. If anyone's listening, Taylor Swift, Tim McGraw. I think Taylor deserves it for sure. Obviously, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. You guys all know that. I was going to say Ariana Grande would be cool, but I don't think she's got enough years under her belt quite yet. Like, you know what I mean? I think she's worthy of it. I think she's got the talent, but I just don't know if they would do that quite yet. Not Tim McGraw. Alan Jackson, he's got more more fun songs, funner songs. But anyways, I'm sorry for boring you. Let us know your opinions. I have, like I was saying before, they chose this weekend of all weekends <laughs> to do the Super Bowl. I'm sure there's calculations to it. Like, it's probably always the same, you know, like a week or a week and a half. Well, not a week and a half. <laughs> A week or two weeks after the last championship game is probably when they play. But regardless, it is Valentine's Day weekend. I hope you're all having a romantic time eating nachos at your Super Bowl party. Obviously, we upload on Wednesday. Valentine's Day is Monday. So last year, I had Brian taste some like standard Valentine's Day candies. like. Ones that are popular around Valentine's Day and also just funny ones. Like, I remember we ate like a chocolate man. <laughs> but this year. That sounds so bad. <laughs> I posted a picture of our candies, and the people that make that is like um, Treat Street or something like that. And they liked our picture and commented on it. And I saw that man again at Walgreens. I almost bought it again for you keep the tradition alive if you're looking at the chocolates for valentine's day he is a chocolate man in like pink heart boxers i think he's called the perfect man if i recall correctly i was at walgreens getting brian his valentine because i'm a sweetheart i also got kira valentine she doesn't know what valentine's day is but that's not important And I was looking for Brian's favorite candies. And I know Brian's favorite candies are Starburst, Skittles. And then to round it out, I got him yogurt-covered pretzels. Because those are a big favorite of his as well. Um, but while I was standing in the candy aisle... But while I was standing in the candy aisle, I, like, saw all these chocolates that I've never tried before. Like... Even like Kit Kat. Kit Kat has like three new flavors. And I never even knew that was like a thing. I knew they had white chocolate and regular chocolate. But regardless, I look at the bottom shelf and all of the candies on the bottom shelf, all of them are things that I've never heard of before and I've never tried. And I don't usually buy like, I don't know, when I was a kid, like we'd go to the grocery store and like I would always ask my mom if we can get a chocolate bar. And we almost always got one. But as an adult, like, you don't really do that anymore, which is so sad. Um, but I was like, I'm going to buy these, and me and Brian will try them. So 
I have a mug full of chocolates over here. We are going to try some chocolates I've never heard of. And you'll let me know if you've already heard of them. But regardless, we're going to test them. On the same topic, while you're getting these out, do you know they make a Cocoa Pebbles candy bar? That sounds amazing. The other day I was talking to uh, Brandon St. George and Roger Eichler, and uh, we were talking about like our favorite foods. And I said, honestly, I could probably eat Cocoa Pebbles for every meal of the day for a long time. And the next day, Roger sends me a picture of a Cocoa Pebbles candy bar. And I don't know what to think. I, I kind of want to try it, but I feel like that's just weird. I saw something at the grocery store today. It was like, um, you know, like, like a snack cake, is, like, not a snack cake, like a rice cake. It was like a mini rice cake, but it was made of Fruity Pebbles. So I'll, I don't know if it was something like that, maybe. This is because of Shark Tank. Shark Tank is making everyone think way too outside of the box. Well, and chocolate in general, too. Like, you're going to see with these. It's like, they just keep coming up with stuff. Were you talking about, like, your favorite food as in something that you could eat every day and not get sick of? Because I feel like your favorite food is, like, pizza yeah, or Yeah, that was the other one. Cheese pizza I could eat for every day. But Cocoa Pebbles I could eat for every meal. Like, who wants pizza for breakfast and lunch and dinner? I, I could do it. I don't think Cocoa Pebbles is, I don't think I'd ever get sick of it. That's like a really good question, though. I don't know what I would pick. I feel like either a quesadilla or chicken tenders. <laughs> Regardless. Okay. This first one is called, well, this first one is going to be pronounced, I should say, score, score bar. S-K-O-R. I'm sure there's a better way to pronounce that. It's delicious milk chocolate, crisp butter toffee. And you like toffee because you like Heath bars. So I figured you'd like this. So we're going to try this one. I'm going to have all the pictures of these posted to the Instagram and Facebook. So if you follow us on there, you'll see it there. And the nice thing about these is, like, these are plain enough where Brian's going to actually like them because... We do not need another matcha tea moment. Or maybe we do. It's layered. I thought it was going to be softer. It looks like it'd be softer. I mean, that's exactly what you expect. It's chocolate toffee, but it's good. This tastes like something else. Like a Heath bar. Mm, okay. But like more buttery. I've been waiting for this all day, by the way. I wouldn't buy one of these. You wouldn't or you would? No, I wouldn't. I mean, it's not bad. Like chocolate's not going to be bad. But no, I would not seek one of these out. I'm just crunching into the microphone. My thing is, I don't like things that stick to my teeth. And this is very teeth sticky. Like, this could pull a tooth out. I don't feel like that's anything special, but I don't feel like there's a lot of bars out there that are like that, other than a Heath bar. Because what would be the point in repeating it? I 
this next one is a munch peanut bar. I like paydays. And then there's also like nut rolls, I think, is what they're called. So it might be similar to one of those. Our dog is not even begging for these. I'm shocked. Oh, it's like a little piece just for you. Brian is going to love either editing out or cringing at the crumbling of these wrappers right now. Hmm. Again, way too hard. It's like a payday, but paydays at least are chewy, I think. It's like peanut brittle. Whatever that first thing was was better than this. I like this better. What is this called? Crunch bar. No, I'm sorry. Crunch peanut bar. It tastes like peanut brittle. So, so far, you like the first one best, right? Correct. This next one is a Kinder Bueno Crispy Creamy Chocolate Bar. It's a crispy wafer with creamy nut filling in milk chocolate. And to be honest, this is the one I was most excited about. Oh, perfect. They're even individually wrapped. That's wonderful. You want to just share one? Mmm. I was right to be most excited about this one. That filling doesn't have a flavor, though. That was a weird roller coaster of emotions for me. So, when you take it out of the package, it looks like it's going to be like a chewy Carmelo candy bar then you break it in half and it's hard like a wafer so i'm like oh that sucks another freaking dry piece of candy and you bite into it and you confirm that it's a dry piece of candy until you get into that middle layer of cream that has yeah no taste to it but it's just weird what a weird textured candy bar all three of these are weird textured am i eating all of it yes does it taste like anything in the middle no that's a letdown I'm not a fan of any of these yet. This is why they're on the bottom. <laughs> they could have made this better if the filling had more flavor. And it doesn't. This one is like a whatchamacallit, but it's a, called a Hoosie What's It. Chocolate, chocolatey crisp, and peanut butter candy bar. So it's supposed to be similar, I guess, to the last one, but hopefully it's executed a little bit better. Kelsey works out five days a week. I see her just pumping iron at Planet Fitness. And she just put everything she had into breaking this candy bar. This is going to be another freaking hard piece of candy. And it tastes like nothing. It tastes like chocolate. That's it. Like a crispy chocolate bar. So far, I still like the crunch peanut bar bus. This reminds me of Sorogi's. Like those 
candy bars that people sell for fundraisers. They come in like the red or the blue or the green. Yeah, but aren't there different flavors of those? Yeah, there's like mint and almond and stuff. But this is, this reminds me of that. Honestly, I'm glad we're almost done because I have a stomach ache. I'm a, I do like sweets, but I don't know. These are not hitting it for me yet. Okay, we have one more. This is called Chunky, <laughs> which is exactly what me and Brian would be if we liked these candy bars and continued to eat them. <laughs> Milk chocolate with peanuts. Oh, I don't know if you're going to want to try this. You got to do it for the for the podcast. Milk chocolate with peanuts and raisins. I mean, you like raisin cookies. I thought you were going to say chocolate and crickets. And no, I would not have tried that for the podcast. I had a cricket once. It was in a sucker. I had it on vacation. This is disgusting, too. That was not good. I like all these things. I like peanuts. I like raisins. And I like chocolate. How'd you manage to get all these different candy bars and not one is good? Okay. I disagree. This is weird. I don't know who came up with this. This is not good. I'm not having another bite of it. It's not worth the cardio. The Bueno Bar, I'm kind of disappointed that I even finished that because for what reason? The texture was appealing with the Bueno Bar, but the taste was not. The Hoosie, what's it? It just tastes like a chocolate crunchy bar, which is fine. But like... It's already been done, and it's been done better. The toffee, it was good. It was toffee. I mean, I still like the crunch peanut bar. If I had to pick one of these to finish, I would pick the crunch peanut bar, even though for some reason, like I said, I don't know why I finished the Kinder Bueno bar. That was a big mistake because that's where my stomach ache kicked in. Mine would be the bar that tastes like a sierogi, so that is the whoozy whatchamacallit or thingamajig. These were a flop. These are why these are on the bottom shelf. No, I love tasting them, though. You never know. You never know. I feel like we should do this again because when I was looking at this aisle, like, there were so many things that I haven't tried. Because just, like, Twix has done so many things and, like, Snickers has done so many things. So, like, we're definitely going to do this again, I think. This would be fun to do on a live so we could show you guys what we're trying. But, like I said, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you can see what we're trying as well. So... On that note, I need some real human food. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you next week. Bye.